Greetings, beautiful people. Welcome to day six of my road trip, I think. No. Yeah, I guess it is day six. I am currently driving on I-40 or 30. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm a little tired today. But I am about an hour and a half away from my friend Craig's house when I'm recording this. That's my destination for today. I get to see him and his uh, girlfriend and the dog. Got to go see the dog. Very excited. I spent the night in Memphis last night, which was pretty interesting. I realized, I mean, I know I'm not a fan of, of history as a general rule, And I realized how little I know after last night. Uh, I got to see, like, we went to the Peabody Museum and saw the ducks, which evidently everybody knows about. And I caught them on film, which was pretty cool. But I was just, like, didn't understand why we were standing there for this show. And I was like, look, there's ducks in the middle of the, you know, the lobby of the hotel. And um, my friend just kind of, like, stood there, like, letting me see what, how it played out. So that was pretty neat. We timed it perfect and uh, got some sausage with some crazy spices and saw some guy do acrobats in the middle of the road. And then we went to um, like a, a nightclub place called BB Kings. It was a really weird uh, vibe in the town, I guess. And I guess, so you're going to hear more about what I'm ignorant about, but I don't really pay attention. Like, I've never really gotten into, you know, the Confederate flag and what, like, all the the self thing. I don't know. I just look at all places kind of the same in the sense of I'm just me and people are just people and that's just kind of how I roll. And with all the heightened stuff going on this year, um, it was... It was a, it was an interesting dynamic, you know, to, and I guess it was maybe because my friend and I were talking about it and, you know, we didn't know where we could or couldn't go. I mean, I don't know how safe the city is. Every city has its challenges. Uh, so, you know, we stayed kind of local and busy, but everybody was just so damn friendly. Like, and I think that's what generated the conversation. But I guess it was crazy down there. And since, you know, I don't watch the news, I have no idea what was happening. Same thing when I stopped in Virginia, Mary was telling me that about some of the hubbub in Washington, D.C. Because, you know, where I was in Virginia was pretty close to it. And, you know, it's it's disheartening. And I think I think I'm bonus grateful that I don't watch the news and I don't pay attention to such things because it might cause me to act a different kind of way, right? Like the news pollutes us, or at least that's how I view it a little bit. Like it it gets people thinking about stuff very passionately or believing what they see. And again, I don't know enough, but I did, I did enjoy my Memphis visit. I think I stayed up way past my bedtime. So I actually, I had to take a little nap today because it was raining. It would have been a really good, like, stay in pajamas somewhere day. I don't think the Weston would have appreciated that, though, if I just hung out because it was raining and I felt like sleeping. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, Craig, 
where I'm on my way to now. I don't really, I guess you guys probably haven't heard too much about him on the show. When I was in Kansas City, he was my neighbor, and he had a corgi, and my dog, prior to moving, we had believed had a little corgi in him, and then he also played volleyball, and he lived in my development, and that was kind of like the foundation of our friendship, and what happened through time was we started going to like corgi events. There's this really cool bar out in KC called Bar K or Bark. And it has like a dog park, but a doggy menu and people to watch the dogs and clean up the dogs. So you can almost go out partying if you wanted to, or have a a meal and, and be pet inclusive. It's just really a cool thing. And they did almost like a pilot while they were building it or a temporary one. And we had gone to that. We've gone to haunted houses, although he did not protect me from the snakes, I will say. So it's interesting. I guess I did a lot of fun things even when I was gambling. Of course, I had, you know, a couple years in KC where I wasn't. But it's, um, you know, he's he's one of those fellas, like... <laughs> If you've ever watched Big Bang Theory, like the way I used to describe him in his circle of friends, like they were all just so smart. Like, and they went to Comic-Con and they just, they just had way different interests, but they always welcomed me and let me go on the doggy trips for ice cream or to the doggy parks and, uh, you know, welcome me in the group. So that was, that was fun. I spent every Super Bowl with uh, Craig and his peeps. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. I was kind of afraid that, you know, once he moved out of KC, it would be hard to stay in touch. And, you know, like I think I told you on the last episode, I'm going to think of this as make new friends, but keep the old tour. And he's definitely someone that I hope we're friends for life. I think we will be. And yeah, did I have to take a different route to get to see him? Sure. But it's important to me to stay dialed into my friendships. So what else did I want to talk to you about? I think, oh, so this whole, am I going to drink on my vacation thing? I'm past hurdle one, right? Like after going to Memphis and I mean, hanging out in bars last night, I did not have any alcohol. I'm kind of happy to report. And it was interesting because This friend that I met, you know, I told you all these amazing things about him, and I don't think I mentioned that he's kind of been a mentor in a lot of ways, and throughout my whole development since he moved away, and because he was in KC, so I never got to see him when I went back to KC, but there was always these thoughts that went through my head, like, like, he hates talking on the phone, so if I get him on the phone, it's like three minutes, and then it's over, So there was always these thoughts like, geez, I wish, you know, like, like I could catch him up. I think he would be, you know, proud because he saw me like as a hot mess, I guess, to put it. I think he called it train wreck is uh, what he alluded to a few times. So I was really excited to show him I'm not a train wreck anymore. And it, it wasn't even anything I had to necessarily say. He could just tell that I was different and I I just took that as a really big compliment and I've I've stressed this 
over and over. And I don't know that I can tell you too much about as you go through your recovery and you go through changes that the people who are meant to be in your life or that truly mean something or truly are your friends, however you want to call it, because it's really hard sometimes, right? Like we think we can't change and still hang on to old people. And and there's some recovery cultures that teach us that, right? Like I used to drink with Frank. So did I need to drink with him? Well, no, I didn't. And I could have a really, you know, like a really good time. And we don't know that until we test the waters, but he's definitely, you know, like one of my friends and it didn't matter. It was about being Bobby's friend. It wasn't about Bobby has to drink to hang out with me. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't conditional. And those are the kind of people you want to keep in your life. But what I want to say is don't assume or decide how other people are going to receive you in your recovery. I've shared with you that I have a friend in New York that I used to gamble with, but that I still love dearly and she still loves me and she supports me not gambling. And it's possible. So that's that's the messaging I think that I wanted to put in there is that it's possible. And then also as far as the drinking, I mean, I could have drank. I'm, the only people I'm really accountable to, I mean, is me and then you guys, which I haven't been committed to quitting drinking forever anyway. I keep telling you that I don't know really how I feel about it. And then I'm in the, you know, the alcohol-free group that I traveled with in January. So, and and they do measure how long it's been since I drank. And um, it's funny because now that I'm at nine months, one of the things that motivates me is is milestones. Like I'm definitely very competitive with myself and I like milestones. So I'm like, well, I haven't made it to a year. And one of the girls on the trip, I think I learned from her. She's like half my age and double as smart. This kid's amazing. And it's her birthday today. So shout out to my beautiful friend, Carly. But she had said, you know, like, well, I'm just going to do it for a year. Her mom was, um, a drinker and that was kind of her motivation was she wanted to stop so that, you know, maybe she wasn't going to end up on that path or whatever. She was toying with it. And now her year hit and and she's continuing to live an alcohol free life. So I think maybe part of that is my inspiration as well. And um, yeah, so I don't know, like KC would be my next you know, we'll see what happens. I'm going to be at the bar probably every single day. And I don't think that I need to drink to stay friends with anybody that's there. I don't think that I need to drink to have a good time with anybody there. So I don't know how it's going to pan out. I don't see any reason to drink. And I may change my mind in the heat of the moment. I mean, I really thought I was going to I thought I was going to drink last night, and then I didn't. And it's it's funny because as I've been asking people their opinion on this, like my uncle's like, nope, just, just stay not drinking. When I asked him on Saturday, then I asked another friend, and he's like, just don't give it power, which is something I've said to you guys all along too, is I don't, just thinking about it makes me feel like I'm giving it power, so I don't like giving it power. Well, kind of my random thoughts. So 
Yeah, so I will be driving to Casey tomorrow. I will do my best to check in with you again. Wow, the sky is really wild right now. I loved it the other morning when I was recording going through the mountains. Now it looks like I'm driving into, is it ominous? Is that the word? Like they're big puffy clouds, but it almost looks like it's all one big cloud that I'm driving into instead of the sunset. Maybe I'm not the best descriptor person, but that's that's what it's reminding me of. And anyway, it's uh, just about five o'clock here. So if you're listening to this, you know, send me good vibes that I don't end up in too much Dallas traffic. <laughs> that's one thing that they're famous for and that I'm dreading. Yeah, that's what I got for you guys today. I I will let you know what lessons I learned tonight and tomorrow or what comes up. I mean, really, the last couple of days has been, you know, about being open-minded, like learning new things, meeting new people, and trying new experiences. And I'm totally loving it, to be honest. Like, I really wish I didn't even have to ever go home. Like, I could, I could do this forever, but I can't in reality. Someday. All right, beautiful people. I will check in with you tomorrow. Thanks.